The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. How are you, friend? Thank you, as always, for joining us here on the Paul Leslie Hour. It is my pleasure to have you here. If you would like to support us in our mission of getting more than 16 years worth of interviews and counting, we're still recording new interviews, you can go to patreon.com slash the Paul Leslie Hour. Coco and I, that's my wife, recently went up to Nashville, Tennessee. One of the things that we did was go to the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. If you ever get a chance to see this wonderful museum, I highly recommend it. Very interesting and very entertaining. At a certain point, looking through the various exhibits, I saw a picture of Jim Ed Brown. I always loved his hit song, Papa Top. One of the great old country songs. Jim Ed Brown did a lot of things in music. He was an inductee of the Country Music Hall of Fame, which is the highest honor that you can reach in country music. Wonderful as a solo artist, and also he was a member of the Browns, which was his sisters and him. A radio personality, he was the host of the Country Music Greats radio show, a syndicated country music radio program from Nashville, Tennessee. He was an active member of the Grand Old Opry since 1963. A lot of you may know Jim Ed Brown from the many duets he recorded and performed with Helen Cornelius, another great singer. When I did this interview with Jim Ed Brown, he had released his first album in 30 years. It was called In Style Again on Plowboy Records. I definitely recommend it. It's a great album. I'll never forget after the interview, he did something that not many people have done, but it stayed with me all these years later. I remember he called a couple minutes after the interview was over, and he said, that was one of the most interesting interviews I've ever done. You asked such good questions. Well, coming from a radio host like Jim Ed Brown, that meant a lot to me. A lot of people have commented on this interview through the years. Jim Ed Brown had a lot of friends. He touched a lot of people. He was born April 1st, 1934, and passed away June 11th, 2015. This interview remains, and I hope you all enjoy. And then afterwards, I hope you listen to some of his great music. He's left us a lot of it. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, I cannot express how much of an honor it is to be speaking with this man. We're welcoming the music legend and Grand Ole Opry star, Jim Ed Brown. He's releasing his first album in 30 years. It's called In Style Again on Plowboy Records. It's a great pleasure. Paul, it is all my pleasure, and thank you very much. Those accolades are awfully nice. Maybe I can live up to some of them anyway. Come on now. <laughs> what made you feel like it was time to release an album? You know, I had been I'd been looking for some time for a record label that uh, was looking for somebody that that your music business has changed an awful lot, Paul. And I won't get into all of that that, but I'd been offered a couple of contracts, but I said, you know, I don't think I want to do that. And then whenever whenever Shannon came along with with Plowboy Records, I said, you know, this is a great this is great because I loved his I loved his grandfather, which was Eddie Arnold. 
he and I had, we worked together a lot, did a lot of shows together, worked the road together. I said, you know, what a thrill this will be to to work with a young man that is, is carrying on a legend, and I, I just thought that this was a great time to do it. The title track, In Style Again, was produced by the great Bobby Bear. Yes, it was, uh-huh. What is the experience of working with Bobby Bear like? <laughs> Do you know Bobby Bear? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's about as laid back as anybody you have ever seen. But he's very smart. And he knows what he wants and he knows what he's after. But Bobby and I, had, we're great friends and have been for all these years. And one day we were just talking and I said, Bobby, how about if you, would you, would you record a with song if I found the one. And he said, well, if you find a hit, why not? And I said, well, who's going to say it's a hit, me or you? And he said, me. <laughs> <laughs> so I found this song, and I said, Bobby, I found the hit song. You want to record it? You want to do it with me? And he said, sure, I want to do it with you, but I want to hear the song first. <laughs> so I took it out to his house and sat down with he and Jeannie, his wife, and, and he listened to the song, and he sat back in his chair and thought for a minute, and he said, you know, I think it is a hit, so let's do it. And I said, okay. So we went in the studio and recorded it and released it on a record label called Century 2 Records, and they, they did all they could for it. But it was the number one song, you know, in the, in the secondary markets worldwide just about, so, which made me feel real good, but also made Bobby feel good. He said, well, I can go fishing and relax now for a while, can't I? <laughs> and I said, I guess you can. One of the songs on this album is Tried and True that you sang with Vince Gill. Tell us about that song. You know what? I love the song. And whenever Don Cusick, my producer on this on this song, and the writer, uh, he came to me and he said, Jim Ed, what do you think about having Vince Gill? I said, oh, goodness, what do you mean what I think about it? He's one of the greatest harmony singers in the country. I did not even know that Vince had heard the song. And all of a sudden, I was at the Grand Ole Opry one night. And Vince took his head out the door, and he said, Jim Ed, I just did the harmony on your song, Tried and True. I said, oh, my goodness. I wish I would have known it. I'd love to have been there. But, you know, he has a studio in his house, and he just put it on at his house. It's great. I love I love the sound of it, and I love, I love the song, too. Our special guest is Jim Ed Brown. Many of the songs on this album, you just mentioned Don Cusick. He wrote several of the songs and also produced the majority of the tracks. He did, yes, sir. What is Don Cusick's greatest talent? <laughs> you know what? Don Cusick, he teaches. He's one of the, uh, well, he teaches at, at Belmont University. For one thing, he writes books. He has written two or three books. He writes songs. You know, it's hard to say what his greatest talent is, but I know that it's not very easy to write a book. But it's also, whenever you get the, whenever you get a whole bunch of kids in your hand at, at school and trying to teach them something, that's quite an art too. But so I don't know. That would be hard. I'd be hard pressed to say what his best feature is. When someone listens to this album in style again, what do you want the listener to get out of the experience? The songs, they're all different. They're, this album doesn't follow any tradition. You know, it doesn't, it's a group of songs that, well, for one, the song that's being released now is a single. I had that song since the early 70s. I went to Europe once, and I heard the song over there, and I brought a copy of it back home with me, 
thinking that I might be able to get the Browns to go back in the studio and record it with me again, going to get get them to record again. But they didn't do it. They said, no, we're retired, and we're not going to do anything. So they didn't do it. Well, years passed and years passed, and, and I've had the song on my mind every once in a while. It'd pop up. I said, you know, I said, maybe this is the time to do it. And that's whenever I started looking for somebody to record it. That's whatever Shannon Pollard with Plowboy and I got together. I think this is a great song. Bonnie came in. Maxine could not travel the day that we were going to record it. So Bonnie came in, and she did both parts. And you cannot tell the difference than she and Maxine. That they sound exactly the same. And I just love the song. That's one of them. The other one, Helen Cornelius and I recorded a song in there. And I know that you're going to love this one, too. It's called Don't Let Me Cross Over. This is an old song that goes way back into the 50s and 60s, too. This one that she and I have been talking about recording it for, oh, three, four, five years, I guess. But then there's a, I've always loved the song that, that the Forrester sisters did. And, well, what can I say? It just very simply says, I choose you again. And, and whenever it comes to that, my wife is just one beautiful lady, and I love her very much. And if I had it to do all over again, I would choose her again. But this this song is, I got the whites, the white girls to come in and sing it with me, and they do such great harmony. They're just beautiful ladies. And it just, well, that's just a few of the songs in there. <laughs> Bill Anderson wrote a song that I recorded. And he asked me, he wanted me to do it called Lucky Enough, and I think that's good, too. So anyway, the album is just full of great songs that through the years that I've, I've either collected or found or something or another, and I I just hope that everybody likes it as much as, well, as much as I had fun recording it. Our special guest is Jim Ed Brown. One of the songs you just mentioned, Don't Let Me Cross Over. Yeah. It's, it's an old song. In my humble opinion, that's my favorite track on the album. <laughs> Carl and Pearl Butler, you know, recorded that way back on her. But Helen and I do, we do a good job. She doesn't, you know, Helen still sings good. And I enjoy singing with her. We still do some shows on the road together. We still do, she does some by herself and I do some by myself. But I thoroughly enjoyed getting back in the studio and recording with her again. What is the best thing about being Jim Ed Brown? <laughs> best thing I guess I, I don't you know what I've never I've never analyzed myself I I, I don't know Paul that's, that's a good question and golly I'd have to think about that for a while and would run out of, run you out of time <laughs> <laughs> well one of the songs you kind of you kind of made reference to earlier was when the sun says hello to the morning oh yes can you remember hearing that song for the first time the demo oh, oh yes as I said I was over to Europe I was on a tour over there, and I heard this song, and I, I found it, went to a little record shop, and I found it over there, and I brought it home with me. And I've just, the song is so great. It, Paul, you'll just have to listen to it, and the listeners will have to listen to it, too, because it tells a great story, but it is the harmonies and the sound and everything is just beautiful. The girls, my sisters, they did such a fantastic job on it, and well, it's just a great song. I don't mean to say too <laughs> brag too much on it because somebody may not like it, but I hope they all do. One of the other songs 
Can you remember hearing the demo about you again, and what made you decide that that was one to record? Oh, I choose you again. The Forrester sisters recorded that way back in the, I guess it was in the 70s. Long, it's been quite some time ago anyway. And as I said, that song, it just, it stayed on my mind. You know, I choose you again. I choose you again. If God gave me the chance to do it all again, I still choose you again. I guess that's what every man would want to say about his wife. What do you think about the state of country music today? Oh, well, I think it's doing well. They're selling an awful lot of records. Well, the beat of the beat of the music has changed from whenever, from way back yonder, whenever I first started. But it had to change. The wheel goes around, and the wheel may turn back again one of these days to what we knew it as. But I don't think it will. I think it, if it does, it'll turn in a kind of another direction. But there's some awfully good songs out there, Paul. These kids, the writers, are coming up with some great songs and some good lyrics. I think they may be putting a little, trying to put too much in it, too many words and too many chords. And whenever I say that, you know, the younger generation, they don't feel that way. They like what they're hearing. And so look at Miranda Lambert, Taylor Swift. Look at, I love Craig Morgan and some of these, a lot of these other artists that's just doing great. People love their songs, and I do too. Some of them I don't, but all through life, there's some songs that I didn't like. Some that I recorded that I didn't like, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. They found a niche, and they're fulfilling that niche with some great songs. With all the things that you've done, you've recorded albums. I mean, when you think about a song like Papa Top, there's so many people who still know that song, and you know, Alan Jackson recorded it, and you have your radio show. You've performed in front of a lot of people throughout your life. What are you most proud of when it comes to your career? Oh, gosh. You know, I'm most proud that all of my fans and my my friends and people out there that listen to me and come to see me, I'm mostly proud of the fact that they still do that, Paul. I, I love my fans, and I love my friends, and I love to sing. And whenever the opera gives me a chance to get out there and sing, then that's great. When I can travel around the country and, and visit with, with everybody, you know, and go to places where I've been so many times before, and people still come to see me, that that's one of the greatest feelings in the world. I love my God. I love my family. But I also love all of my friends out there on the, that listen to me and come see me. And thank you, too, for playing my songs and listening to me. Oh, it's a pleasure. So for anyone who listens to this interview, wherever they are, what would you say to the listeners? I would say if they get a chance, go and pick up a copy of the song and listen to it. And if they like it, you know, let me know. If they don't like it, let me know. I hope they like this album. It's a first for me in, in a long time. I still thank God for the voice that I have that gives me the opportunity to sing and still make records. But I hope the fans like this, this album. Because there's some songs, there's some songs in it that I really like. There's not any bad ones in it. There's some of them that I just like a little better than others. But that's always been true. I guess every album that I've ever done, there's some things in it that I like better than others. Well, I guess we'll have to see how, what they think of it, but I hope they like it all. Our special guest has been Jim Ed Brown. You said that you're a man who 
doesn't like to analyze himself. So no. this last question, it might be a tricky one. Uh-oh. My last question, who is Jim Ed Brown? Oh, 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 oh. Jim Ed Brown is a country boy. Paul, I was raised in the logging and lumbering business. I was raised on a little hillside farm down in South Arkansas. I learned an awful lot of things on that farm. And then my father taught me an awful lot about the logging and the lumbering business. I went to school to be a forest and studied forestry because I, I said, well, I will be in the logging and lumbering business all my life. I fall back a lot of times on the things that I learned, you know, as a young youngster in that I'm not, I'm not fancy by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just, well, I guess the old saying is what you see is what you get. <laughs> and <laughs> there's not a lot to look at. So <laughs> I love my God. I love my family. And I love to sing. And I love the people out there that come to see me. And I'm hoping that the people that listen in to this, this show right now will feel a little something toward me. Because I do them. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Ed Brown. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Oh, thank you so much. I hope to see you soon. All right. Bless you. Thank you. Bop, bop, dealy, bop, bop, ba-doo, bop, zee, bock, a doodly, not bock, shiki, cha-cha, kook, a baza, look, a baza, neck, a book, a kid, a good, a rum, bock, doodly, zan, ba-dum, a dag, a bock, a kid, yeah, a zee, ka, bock, a book, a long, gong, doodly, look, a dee, boo, Goodbye.